Hey guys, welcome back to King's Corner Life Notes. So today we are here with one of my longest friends, Jennifer. Um, This is Jennifer. Hey guys, (laughs) this is me, Jennifer. (laughs) So this is her first time on a podcast. So we're really excited and we actually have a really fun episode um, planned in store. So first, to get it started, I asked Jennifer if she wanted to say anything about herself to let the audience kind of get a feel of her background in a way. So Jennifer... Do you want to lead the way with that? Sure. So I feel like we're literally on like a talk a talk show. <laughs> I know it sounds <laughs> really weird. <laughs> okay, but anyways, my name is Jennifer. Um, Emma and I have been friends since we were like five years old. Mm-hmm. So senior kindergarten. Senior kindergarten. That's five years old. So <laughs> been friends for a long time. Um, I just graduated university. So claps, applause, applause. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm just, uh, you know, going into the adult world. Yeah, she just, she actually just got a full-time job. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. You're now becoming an actual adult. Um, I think that's so exciting, you know, seeing my friends start to actually get jobs, especially, especially in quarantine in this weird year. I think it's so amazing. I've literally been bragging to everyone I know about Jennifer getting this job because I've just been so excited. Um, so definitely congratulations. I know everyone's listening is very happy as well. Oh, that makes me feel so good. Thank you, buddy. So I wanted to point out that we have been friends since we were five years old. I know. Long time. It's been a long time. You were my first friend. When yeah, okay. Ma- when my mom purchased her house here where we live, um, you actually lived in the same complex as me and yeah. our moms, I think it was like parent teacher interview day or something like that. They were like standing together and we were playing and then yeah, they maybe. started being friends. I don't even remember exactly how we met. I just remember starting to always hang out with you. I know. On the carpet. Yeah. Playing toys. Yeah. And then hanging out because like we'd hang out like I feel like we started having our first play dates and stuff that we planned with our parents yeah sleepovers and you were just down the street so it was so perfect it was not even down the street in the same complex like a couple houses down (laughs) so I think that's really cool to share so yeah you've been my longest friend so high five to that friendship rocks friendship rocks so I wanted to let um, everyone know that. So this is a very close friend of mine and we share a lot of memories, a lot of experiences together. So this should be honestly a really great episode. Um, me and Jennifer are very different to say the least, um, <laughs> but it's great because it works, right? Like, so I thought for today's episode, what would be cool would to be using my question jar that I have generated since 2018 into this episode and just make it, you know, a nice, friendly, engaging episode. You know, you can ask these questions to your friends, family, especially in quarantine. It's a great way to get to know people. So the behind the story on this is I actually, when I moved in to my first house, um, not my first house, my third house with a bunch of new girls, I said, I'm going to start to like get to know these girls. So I made a question jar that have just some deep questions, some fun questions, just so that we can help, you know, get to know each other on a deeper level since we are living with each other. So I have this with me 
and Jennifer and I are going to take turns into asking each other questions. Mm -hmm. And I think it honestly should just be really fun. It's Friday night. We both have our drinks with us, and we're just going to kind of enjoy it and get to know. How does that sound? Sounds good. Good. Okay, so do you want to do the honors of the first one? Okay. Okay, here you go. I'll pick the first one. Better be good. Oh, Oh. Oh, your hand is with it. Okay. There we go. I don't have fat hands, though. Don't worry. (laughs) No, the jar is really, really small. Okay, ready, everyone? Yeah. I know they're saying yes. Yeah, I forgot. It's not. It's not. They're not present with us. Okay. (laughs) Have you ever been in love? Oh, this is a deep one right off okay, the bat. Okay, whoa, we're starting strong. This is deep. Okay, so how we decide was whoever picks the question, the other person answers first. So I can clearly say yes, I have been in love. Um, I'm currently in love. So, oh, oh my blushes. God, I'm blushing. So yeah, I would definitely say I've been in love. What about you? Um, honestly, I don't think I've been in love yet. Haven't really had a relationship yet that was really serious, so mm-hmm. I feel like definitely have not been in love okay next question here you go. okay ready yeah oh, oh dropped one it's okay all right oh my god why do i pick up such serious okay ones? here choose another okay okay what are three things you can't live without Oof. that's good that's a great question now you could turn this question into categories, but let's just stay broad. Because you could be like, oh, electronics or, you know, essentials like food and water. But if we're doing like just general okay, fun I see stuff. What you mean, right? for sure. I probably bring my phone in the terms of music. I can't live without music. So I bring my phone for music, not to text or call, music solely. True. True. And then I'd probably bring um, my Aquaphor. Which is lip balm. <laughs> okay. It's lip balm. It's great. It's like okay. ointment, right? So I'd probably bring um, Aquaphor. And then i probably bring my dog. That's My good. dog. So those are probably my three things I would want to bring with me um, if I was stranded on an island. So. Yeah, I can't live without it. Okay. This is a tough question. I know. Okay, I think you brought up a good point about the phone for the music. Right. Because when I think about it, it's like, yeah, I cannot really live in silence. I need the music. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really good... I just always vibe with the music. Yeah. There's nothing else to say. Anyways, then I think second would probably be... My cats are obviously up there. But there's two of them. So then I'm like, do I just put them like one in you your You have to bring slot? one. No. You'd have to choose. Can't they go for a two for one deal? No. Two in one slot. No. So I'm just going to bring my phone and my two cats. You can't just make... That's like asking someone to choose between two children. Well, you have to make a decision. I think I'd probably... I'd probably just bring my two cats and my phone. Okay, ready? Okay, next question. Oh, this is aggressive. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh gosh, I'm scared. <laughs> what are three qualities you dislike in somebody? <laughs> oh, Man, is... I was really trying to go in. Yeah, you were trying to go in. This is a good one though. I like to talk to you. Okay, I kind of briefly discussed this on the episode with Chelsea, but I just don't like people that are kind of like two-faced. Meaning that, you know, come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, that's totally makes sense this person i'm so mad at blah 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 and then they'll go to the person and go oh my god 
da, 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 I'm not mad at you, everything's good. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just kind of that aspect of, like, going behind someone's back. Um, I also don't, oof, I do not like people that, um, cockiness is great, you know, to a certain level of it, but I don't like people that demean people. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? Or that are just overly cocky. It's like always about that. Like somehow it's like story always turns back to them. It's like. Exactly. Or self-centered. I feel like that's another word for it too. And it's just the like, I know everything and you don't. What's that? What's that? I hate that. What's that called? I don't know. I can't think of the word right now. I know. I want to say demeaning. Like you're so demeaning. Would that relate to what I'm trying to say or does that, am I off? Pause the show. (laughs) We'll have to Google. Okay. So we just did a quick Google search. Someone that's demeaning. Um, I also don't like someone that just, you know, doesn't have great sense of sarcasm. It's not that I don't like them. It's just, I wouldn't choose them. I wouldn't gravitate towards them is what I'm saying. Okay. What about you? Okay. For sure would have to be someone who just can't take accountability for their actions. Mm. I just hate that quality in somebody like, you know what, like everyone makes mistakes. You know what I mean? I feel like it takes like, you know, you just gotta like no one to own up and be like, I messed up. I made a mistake. Like no matter what it is, I just hate when people can't take accountability. Like there's always an excuse. It's like, okay, come on, buddy, relax. I, I completely agree. Hate that. Then number two... I feel like someone who's just, like, self-centered. I hate self-centeredness in people. Like, you know, when you just, like... Like, selfish? Yeah, you have a friend that's self-centered. It's, like, oh... Somehow it's, like, just always about them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of, like, okay, like... Because I feel like, you know, the people... Like, you know, people who basically aren't considered to, like, other people, too. I feel like it kind of, like, goes hand in hand. And then, number three... I mean, you brought up a good point about the sense of humor. I guess, like, not that I dislike it. Like, I wouldn't, like, dislike someone who's, like, not funny. But it's, like, okay. As someone who enjoys humor, (laughs) I need someone, people to be around me that are going to make me laugh, have a good sense of humor, will laugh at my jokes. So I feel like that is, like... But I wouldn't necessarily be, like, oh, fuck, I... Oh, I don't like you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what I found interesting? When you were talking about people that don't take accountability, I feel like... That happens so often in high school. Like, people just wouldn't own up to, like, what they were doing. Do you get what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it even happens now. People oh, are so sure. quick to blame, like, just, like, outside factors on, like, things that happen. It's like, okay, like, why can't you just, like, take accountability? Like, yeah. Take it for what it is, like. And something that's interesting to note is Jennifer and I went to different high schools. Very which- interesting. Which is interesting. Interesting. It's nice that we've stayed in touch through that. I think I just wanted to get a little um, sentimental with you. (laughs) But I definitely, I never thought about how often that aggravates me until I got to university, I feel. So I definitely can relate. Yeah. I think it's so aggravating. It is. And I just think it's, you know, as a human being, I think realizing that people can mess up. And realizing that if I do mess up, you just kind of own it and, you know, say your truth and move on. Apologize, whatever you need to do to move forward within, you know, your For life. sure. Okay, my turn. Next question. Who's your celebrity crush? Oh. Oof, I love this question. 
This is too much, though. Is it? It's hard to think about. Okay, no, I have my answer. Okay, go ahead. Hard. Okay. <laughs> I obviously have a female and a male, though. So female, Lana Del Rey. Obviously, hmm. hands down. I love her. I also want to be her. Like, I'm torn between, like, do I love you or do I want to be you? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. And then, That's a good male, comment. hands down, Eminem. Like, You're damn. kidding. No. It's Eminem. You are kidding. Okay, it's not just about looks, though, for celebrity crush. I know. I just, like, would talent. It's about so much. I love Eminem. I would... That's probably just the first person that comes to my mind, though, too. I feel like I have more. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely, like, pretty up there. Okay, your turn. Okay. For girl crush Halsey. Oh. She's absolutely amazing. I love her mind, her artistic abilities. She's a great singer. She's beautiful, obviously. 100%, I would say, Halsey. Um, male, I'm kind of conflicted. Um, I want to say, you know, since... Being in elementary school, I would say Harry Styles. And especially now with his Fine Line album, which was a masterpiece. I hope it wins a Grammy. Um, but I love Spider-Man. Like, the character of Spider-Man. So oh Tom Holland. Oh my Holland. god, stop this. <laughs> so Tom Holland, the new Spider-Man. Like, it's so hard. I would say Tom Holland's like a centimeter above Harry Styles. That's big stuff. Uh-huh. He's Spider-Man. <laughs> and you were surprised I said Eminem. Okay. Dude, I was surprised you said that. Okay, here. Next question. What do you value most in a friendship? Oh, that's oh, good I one. love these kind of questions. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess there's a lot of different things. Obviously, number one, like, you value someone <clears throat> who's, like, gonna help you grow and stuff and like pushes you to be a better person i feel like that's probably like the ultimate like for sure thing and you obviously want someone who's like well you you gravitate towards people who like you know their values align with yours like i feel like you have similar values with people so that's an important thing sense of humor too i feel like a lot of your friends have the same sense of humor as you Mm -hmm. so i feel like that's important you have to choose one thing Okay, I'd probably go with, like, you know, pushing you to be a better person. Yeah. It's always something, like, you know, you want to have people around you that are going to push you to be a better person, so. Have you ever had an incident in high school where, you know, you've conflicted with your friends and then it slowly realized that these people just don't have the same, like you said, values and make me a better person? Um, okay, for sure. I wouldn't even know if it's, like, specifically in high school. Actually, I have that recently has mm-hmm. happened with one of my good friends really i obviously won't say names but no don't i feel like yeah i feel like I, I don't know i feel like there was a lot of like just little things coming up and i'm like okay like i don't know i was just kind of realizing things and i'm like i honestly don't think we're on the same page like mm-hmm. we don't really like i was noticing things and i was like honestly i feel like we're just like you're not really bringing like value into this friendship like yeah. i don't know and i feel like yeah i don't know i feel like there's definitely like times in your life where you realize that with people i i definitely agree i think you've obviously witnessed a lot of the situations that i've been in as well i could definitely say that there are situations where i've kind of just taken a step back and say why am i crying more than like enjoying this friendship like i'm crying more so at the person that's 
you know, being, you know, mean or saying mean things or not making me feel Mm -hmm. good compared to, you know, actual laughter and hanging out and feeling good about myself. So you just take yourself out of those situations. But I think it's harder to do in high school to take yourself out of those. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think as you get older, it's easier to do. I feel like it's definitely something that's gotten easier for me as I've gotten older. Do you think, I think also more experiences. Yeah. Like, they honestly make you stronger this time. And because you're so much more busier, too, I feel like you're focused on yourself. And I feel like when you're really, like, realizing, like, oh, my God, like, this is honestly causing me so much stress. Like, and it's like, why, though? Like, why am I honestly stressing myself out, like, for this person? Like, it's like, why am I even doing it? Like, I might as well just, like, there's no point. I'm wasting my time. And I think that's where the situation of, it's not only romantic relationships that you want them to align with your beliefs or you want them to bring in the best of you or, you know, not have to put in that much, you know, physical stress on your own Mm -hmm. mentality, right? And I think a lot of people think that friendships are just, you know, come and go and, you know what I mean? When I have an environment in my life and a friendship benefits that environment, then that is great. But if they don't, then whatever. But I think it's also important that you need to treat friendships just as you would with romantic relationships, communication. Yeah, for sure, I right? agree. Because if you don't, yeah, if you don't, I feel like the friendship won't really Mm-mm. go anywhere. And I think that me and you, personally, we had, I would say within the first years of university, we struggled with communication with each other. Oh, for sure, I think so. And I feel like I didn't understand where you were at and you didn't understand where I was at and we would just kind of go without a bunch of like a lot of months without talking to each other I think so too I agree because I feel like I was thinking well how come I have the time to message her and she doesn't have the time to message me back which is it's honestly not an issue though because I take a step now and I'm like Jennifer is not doing this on purpose she's just busy you know what I mean you have a different workload than I do and I'm more the type of person to text and you're not Mm-hmm. And I just realize now as I'm maturing and understanding you and your values and, you know, your, you know, substance of being in a relationship, I'm like, that's just Jennifer. Like, I don't think twice about it now. But being yeah. so insecure and the rude and thinking that, you know, I was not in a good place mentally, I thought that your reflection of just being a university student reflected that I wasn't being a good friend. Do you yeah, get what I mean? Sure. Like, just the insecurity, so... Yeah, I think definitely communication is an important thing for sure. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's hard to like, I feel like, you know, a friendship's really lasting. Like, you know, when you can make it through those like ups and downs and like come out like stronger. Like, I feel like every friendship, like good friendship obviously has like fights and like bad moments. But I feel like it's like making it through that like makes the friendship strong. Because sometimes like, you know, the friendships like don't really make it through. It's like you get into like a big fight and it's like, honestly, it's kind of like, a big wake-up call and it's like honestly I'm not down for this anymore Mm -hmm. and I think that's a good point that you said about the fights if you guys don't fight I don't know I think there's a different versions of fights I think there's fights where you can you know be resilient and be open-minded and be open with your friends and then there's fights that are just extremely toxic and you need to get out of that but Mm -hmm. you know the fights that not even fights I feel like the disagreements that we went through it ultimately made us understand each other's yeah, situations sure. right yeah and i okay i don't think it's bad if you don't fight but i feel like it's bad if you're like not fighting because like you're concealing what you want to say because you're like oh i don't want to start the confrontation but like if you're like naturally just like no fights really arise then like obviously it's like whatever but 
I think that goes back to what you were saying before about owning up. Yeah. If you don't own up, no fight's going to happen. And a fight, and it, we use the word fight, but it just also means confrontation. Confrontation, yeah. communication, like doesn't necessarily mean yelling, fighting. So I think that's so important. For sure. I agree. Yep. Okay, should we go on to the next question? Oh. Or did you answer it? I honestly forgot what the... What was the question? Question was, I think it was... Quality and friendship. What's the quality thing that you look for in, in friendship? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's something. You answered. I'd probably say... I I think when I'm in a friendship, I like someone who's understanding. Someone who's understanding. Someone who listens. Someone who's there throughout, like... Me and you have been friends since we were five years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. You've obviously been there. And I, I like that kind of comfort of um, almost like a rock. You know, like some, if I'm going through something, I know I could, like, call someone and boom... Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. So I think that is really important for me as a friendship, and those are those take time to build a foundation for. Ultimately, you have to build a foundation of you know that trust, that rock. So I know it takes time, but you can just get a vibe off someone. Yeah, all, for sure. Especially in university. Oh yeah, I feel like sometimes you just know when you meet someone, you're like, oh, I vibe with this person. Mm-hmm. I just had a sip of my drink, so sorry. <laughs> okay, so here. Next question. Who would you hang out with for the day? So it's someone that's famous, someone you idolize, someone you admire. And it could be dead or alive. And some examples I gave was like Oprah or Ellen or any people like that. Dead or alive. Five people. Five. Five. It could be family members, anything like that. Five people you could hang out with the day. You literally, you could sit at, you could go out for dinner with five people. This is a good question. Yeah. Okay. Probably would be... Okay, Eminem. Probably. You know, my <laughs> man crush. Honestly, probably Lana Del Rey too. Second person. Third person? Probably, maybe, Michelle Ramonwo okay. from Dragon's Den. She's a great girl. One of those... uh female inspiration leaders i feel like that'd be good for dinner time love that (laughs) okay next person i'm trying to think okay so you're fourth hmm maybe mark manson been reading his books lately he'd be cool guy to sit down chat with think about what he see what he thinks about the world that'd be good last person Guess we'll throw in Warren Buffett over there too. Who's that? He's the CEO of Berkshire Hathaway. <laughs> Cute. He's a good investor. Okay, so Okay, who's yours? I would definitely say number there's no ranking, but Halsey would be one. Love her. Obviously. Love her so much. Um I wanna do RBG. Who's that? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. Do you know who that is? No. What? Okay, I just watched her documentary on Netflix. She's amazing. She's basically the woman that gave... Um, she was a big... Um, she was a judge, like a lawyer, um, within the American politics. But she landed the Supreme Court. And she was a Supreme Court judge. She basically just fought for women's rights. She's amazing. She's oh, such okay. a huge inspiration. 
I just watched her documentary. If you haven't watched it, it's I guarantee you watch it. It's so good. She's so cute and sweet and so smart and her life story is truly amazing. So I would definitely say her because she's a huge inspiration. So I would say Halsey, <laughs> RBG. I'd say Kevin Hart because he's hilarious. Oh, that'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart. I would probably say Tom Holland. No, scratch that. Harry Styles because he's just so funny. Um, and then I'd probably do like Jimmy Fallon. Cardi B is a good one. Cardi B is a she good be, one. I actually put her in my list instead of Warren Buffett. Cardi B is a good one. She'd be so jokes. Next question. What's your best memory from your childhood? That's a good one. Okay. I feel like there's so many memories. I know. Let's think of one specifically involving each other. Okay. We have lots. So. I have such a good one. Go ahead. Okay. You say yours. Okay, so growing up, like I was saying, Jennifer was a really close friend. So um, I didn't have any siblings. Um, So whenever my dad would plan like vacations or getaways, you know, he would tell me you can invite um, one of your friends. And I obviously would invite Jennifer. So this one trip, um, my dad said, we're going to go to Niagara, Niagara Falls, downtown Niagara, stay a couple nights and go do, you know, the strip on downtown Niagara. Oh. So I brought Jennifer. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if anyone's been downtown Niagara, but there's a lot of haunted houses. So being a scaredy cat growing up, as you heard from the Chelsea episode, um, I wasn't a huge fan on haunted houses, but my dad reassured me, said, you know what, I'll go with you guys. And Jennifer was, you know, enthusiastic beyond belief. She just couldn't <laughs> wait to go. So all three of us go in. I'm strapped onto my dad's arm and Jennifer's, you know, kind of right in front of us, not really scared, just flaunting and walking around and be like, I'm not even scared. I would say we're probably in grade like three. I think it was grade three for sure. Grade three or two or something like that. So we're going there and me and my dad are kind of like getting scared and Jennifer's just walking around. And I remember someone touched my dad's ear, which freaked him out. I don't think you're allowed to touch people. Maybe it was by accident. But someone touched his ear, and then we were like, oh my gosh, freaking out, my dad and I. And Jennifer goes, well, I'm not even scared. And she just runs, like kind of walks fast up ahead, and then a hammer or something drops right in front of her. She stops, screams on the top of her lungs, guys. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And she runs back into my dad's arms, runs back. After all that confidence that she has just, you know, flaunted around, it's just come back right into our arms. And I think that's one of the funniest memories I have of Jennifer. And I know you have to be there in order to really ensure that you're getting the best <laughs> visualized experience of this. But promise, it was hilarious. That's a good one. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, I have another one of us. Oh. So this one is of us in grade six in the same class together with our teacher, who we didn't really uh, like that very much. She, she was kind of mean and strict you know no, no one really liked her in the school like people people made fun of her name like they called her another like another scary name because people were so scared of her anyway so so then there's this one day and so just a background in the mornings every morning i'd go over to emma's house because we lived on the same street before we went to school together and just eat breakfast and stuff walk to school together walk to school together and we knew that our teacher wasn't going to be there today. We were going to have a supply teacher. 
So, of course, Emma and I being, you know, the little troublemakers we were, we, we decided we just wanted to, we made a song. We were like, oh, let's make a song about it. Don't know why we decided to do that. So we made the song and it was like, oh, like today's going to be a good day. Our teacher's not here today. We said her name. like We said her name in the song, too. So it's like, okay, you know who we're talking about. And it's like, we're going to stay in the bathroom all day and not do any work today. It's going to be a great day because she's not here today. Blah, 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 blah. And then we need to point out that I we wrote this song down on physical pen and paper. We wrote it down on paper. (laughs) And we signed our names. By Emma and Jennifer. That was probably the worst mistake. Yeah. Then, just to take it to the next level, <laughs> then we also bring the paper, piece of paper to school. And then we bring it out at recess time. And Emma and I decide to do a performance of us singing the song and showing it to our friends. And we're all like, ha, ah, we're so funny. Cool. They loved it. it. They loved it. It was great. Yeah. And then, whatever, we, well, I guess we just disposed of the paper when we were done. We just threw it out in the trash can, whatever. Whatever, out of sight, out of mind. Then, nothing's heard of it. It's like the end of the day, blah, 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 blah. Then I feel like a week later. I think it was like two days later. Yeah, it was like weird. Like, it was like, I don't even remember this happening. It was like weird. It brought, got brought up like a couple days later. And it, our teacher was like, Emma and Jennifer, I, I need to speak with you at recess. And then all of a sudden, she just brings out the paper. And she starts interrogating us about it. <laughs> Grade There's, six. In grade six, of course, Emma starts trying to fake cry, get the waterworks going, like, oh my god, maybe she'll feel sorry for me. The teacher literally looks Emma dead in the face and she's like, you can just stop the tears right now because I'm not falling for it. And then there I knew, I was like, okay, you know what? I was like, yeah, we did it. I was like, where's the agenda? Write the note to my mom. (laughs) I was like, it's happening. I was accepting it. We got some detention or something, but it was just so funny, I think, the way it went down, because, like, the whole time I was, like, in my head, I was, like, how the hell did she even get our song, bro? Yeah. I was, like, how did you get that? Who brought it to you? Someone snitched on us. Do you know who it is? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. (laughs) The goody two-shoes. Of course. Snitches. Whatever. I don't even want to get into that. I do remember that, and I, you guys have to understand, like, how scary this teacher was. Like, nobody... She was wa- so scary. Yeah, and especially just in grade six. Like, and we made a very rude song about her. Yeah. But the thing was, is that, you know, it was done with no harm. Like, we weren't... Like, yeah, we were doing it to our two other friends that we were doing it at recess and we were singing the song, but, you know... We probably hurt her feelings. The I rest think- of the year, she probably looked at us in her class, sitting down there, and she was like, these girls hate me enough to make a song about me well maybe she should have been nicer she was so mean she was mean i hated it she used to always call me out in class for like zoning out and daydreaming did she actually yeah bro she used to just be like jennifer what do you think like what's your answer to this and i'd be like um and she's like well that's why you need to stop zoning out and dreaming and i'm like maybe if you weren't so goddamn boring yeah like can you sue me like my bad i zoned out in your social science class <laughs> like i don't even know what to say about that dude I, your I language so... arts class like it's not even serving me a purpose now but whatever it's another story anyways though she was really mean yeah she deserved that song she, i hope that's she went home every night and she was like maybe i need to lighten up a bit I hope maybe should. next year maybe we honestly saved the kids going forward 
Do you ever think about going back to, to not university, to elementary school and thinking what our teachers look like now? No, I honestly don't even care. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't even I think just, about it. Well, just that you brought her up, I'm thinking back. I'm like, I wonder what she's doing right now. Like, Do you think she's retired? No, they're probably doing the same thing. Making miserable little children. Yeah. Ugh. Let's lie in the mood. <sighs> yeah, we, we could have gone into so much other stuff there. Yeah, that was... The elementary school days. There's too many stories. So how was your week? That was honestly pretty boring. I'm not going to lie to you. For if, you know, someone in the future or someone that doesn't know what's happening right now and is living under a rock, we are currently in a pandemic called COVID-19. Deadly virus has killed a lot of people and um, are mandated um, within a lockdown worldwide. Some places are, some places aren't, <coughs> U.S. <coughs> but um, I think this whole year has just been horrible. So I always like to catch in with my friends, make sure how they're doing so. I know it's been boring, but what are some, like, routines and things that have helped you maintain, you know, a sense of friggin' humanity? That's true. I feel like, you know, there's some... I feel like I've definitely gotten into the routine of doing yoga. I try Mm -hmm. to do it every morning before work. That's a good way to start the day. And it's a good way to stay active. I feel I, I enjoy doing it. I never actually did yoga before. I only got into it because of quarantine because, you know, I actually got the time to start doing it. That's good. I really enjoy it. So that's pretty good. I feel like that's helping me get through for sure. And you've gone into skincare. That's true. Mm-hmm. I've gotten mad obsessed with the skincare. I've probably spent like $500 or more on Sephora skincare in the past like three months. Um, what's What's one thing besides kind of something that you just kind of discussed that's positively brought out something within the horrible times of covid for example for me personally i have the ability to um be more comfortable with spending alone time before before i was so bad with being alone i hated being alone i hated the whole concept about it i couldn't do it You'd ask my parents, I'd always need someone, like, with me. If I were to go do errands, I'd want someone to come with me, my friends to come with me. Or if I were to go do a workout, I'd have to go work out with a friend. Like, I just couldn't spend time by myself, um, which rooted into, obviously, mental and other kind of issues. But I feel like quarantine, and my dad still makes fun of me because he thinks I still can't be alone. But in all reality, I'm alone more than I'm with people, right? I feel like it's given me the opportunity to almost enjoy my presence. And I actually love being by myself now. I get to do things that are, you know, treated to taking care of myself. I do like a spa day and face masks and I'll shower and I'll sing in the shower and I'll play music and then I'll come out here and I'll play my video game I like to play. And then I'll watch some Netflix and I'll go do some shopping. I'll do some schoolwork and I'll go make my favorite food, come downstairs, eat it. Like there's just so many things I didn't enjoy before quarantine about being alone and I think that I can Mm -hmm. definitely have that to think um so I want to ask you that's a good point I feel like I definitely kind of agree with that to a certain extent like I feel like you know you're always like because 
you have so much stuff to do and you're always busy and everything when you're not in quarantine well, before quarantine and stuff like you're always with people most of the time like I, unless like I feel like it's very rarely you're not with people honestly and I feel like yeah during quarantine I've been alone a lot more and it's kind of like made you more comfortable like being on your own like being okay with it like being alone like and I feel like a lot of stuff too is kind of like you're like oh wow like I feel like I need to be doing this with someone like watching a movie or something like yeah well I guess like you know it's more so I guess when you like are going out and everything like running errands and stuff like that for example or like I don't know I feel like I'm kind of going off topic but no I that's perfect yeah I feel like you see what I mean though for sure And I think, I think just moving forward, and I know it's just so easier said than done. I wake up and I'm like, why do I, like, why do I need to get out of bed today? What do I need to do? Like nothing. I could just work in my bed, but I think it's so important. Quarantine has taught me to maintain healthy habits, meaning healthy routines. Mm. So what I like to do within quarantine, and especially since I'm still a student, you graduated this year, excuse me, congratulations, but what I find was at the beginning, I would literally get out of bed, stay in my pajamas, go to my desk, start my lecture, start my day, and I'd feel horrible. I feel like I didn't even do anything. So what I do is I get out of bed now. First thing I do is shower. Body or hair, whatever, shower. Listen to music. It's a great way to start your day. Listen to some podcasts, whatever. Do my skin routine, everything like that, and get dressed into different clothes and it doesn't need to be crazy I just put sweatpants on and a sweater but at least I'm changing and I've showered and I feel clean um then I go to my desk eat whatever and um yeah like I think that's the most important thing and I was telling someone recently is honestly wake up and shower first thing you do and make sure your room's clean make sure you make your bed make sure that you're putting on clean clothes and you know you're not wearing dirty clothes but I think it's such a good routine to maintain and that's what quarantine has probably taught me the best in maintaining, you know, a healthy routine. I definitely went off topic as well, but... No, that's another good point though, for sure. Because I feel like, yeah, like, you know, the different phases you go through in quarantine, I feel like at the beginning of quarantine, I was definitely like in the phase, like I would just like wake up, like not really have anything to do. Like I'm like, oh, like okay, sometimes stay in my pajamas all day. It's, yep. like, no routine. But then it's, like, sometimes it's, like, I'd hate when it would be, like, a couple days, like, three days, and I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, I feel like I haven't done anything with myself, like, anything productive, and it feels bad. Like, and I feel like a routine kind of, like, helps you make, like, pushes you to be more productive each day and, like, makes you feel, like, more productive. It's, like, oh, like, I at least made my bed. Like, yeah. And it's, like, I'm going to do something else now, too. Whereas, like, you don't even make your bed sometimes. It's like, oh, my God. I just feel like I want to write off the day. Exactly. And that's what people normally do. They'll just write it off. And I'll start tomorrow and nothing really changes. But anyways, Jennifer, I want to say thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me, I hope buddy. you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed having me. Oh, my gosh. You'll it definitely... was my first time. So if I come back, I think I'll be better. No, you were amazing. And I think everyone listening can definitely testify that you were great. Um, I'm so happy I was able to do this episode where, you know, we kind of just got to sit back and enjoy each other's presence and questions and answered. And I honestly learned a little bit new information here with you. Oh, did you? So I really enjoyed it. I want to say 
thank you once again jennifer um and you will definitely be seeing her again so make sure to hang in for that thank you everybody for listening please like and subscribe no <laughs> thank you good night <laughs>